we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Hello, friends and companions standing here with us at the edge of the infinite and ridiculous cosmos. How are you today? Welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. I'm Sequoia Kennedy. And I'm Willow Truman. Hi, Willow. Sup, Sequoia? Not a whole lot. I've, I feel as though there's a weight off my chest. Yeah. I think I feel like we've been through something in this last month. We've been last through the thick of it. I feel like I know enough about the Ascended Masters that I could talk someone's fucking ear off in a bar about it. I think we did for a solid month. Yeah, that's kind of how we practice for episodes. Yeah, yeah. And, and the people <laughs> listening, they've been, yeah. we assaulted their sanity as well. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, I think this uh, this week, I call it a, an interlude, you know? Yes. Um, where we're still following some of the same threads and we're following them through uh, different parts of history. You know, although the... I am activity in the summit lighthouse. Although they're some terrifying Leviathans like in and of themselves, they weren't the final form of the ascended master virus. Oh, certainly not. No. There's like almost too many to name. It would be boring if we listed them all. Yeah, it um it takes a village to raise a child and it takes a global village of grifters and dingbats to fuck up that child. Show do. You know. As we've said, you know, the concept of the ascended masters, it's a it's a mimetic virus. It's perfectly crafted to replicate and spread from host to host, and it mutates along the way, too. Some strains burn out, others take their place. And along the way, a bunch of other people that don't really matter have kept the hearth fire burning for the masters and made less money than they would have by just getting a job or even building weird statues of birds out of trash and selling them on the side of state highways. That's a good way of putting it. And for probably at least twice the effort. Yeah. Why do, why do they do it? I, who knows? Uh, why do we do this? We spend money to do this, so that makes us even dumber than these poor saps. <laughs> We're spending money, not making money. Yeah, and, and these poor saps, I, I like to call the Ascended Masters Loser Bracket. Yeah, yeah. like the spinoffs. Yeah, and I just want to like... Mention a couple of these as we're because we're we're kind of inter we're transitioning into a different flavor of stuff yes. going forward. Yeah, so I'm gonna just we're gonna move out of the creepy funeral parlor and into uh, into the cosmos. Yeah. But first, we tie up the I am teachings. First, we have a woman named Geraldine Innocent. Innocente. Innocente. That's right. Innocente. <laughs> Geraldine Innocent. Or is it Geraldine Innocente? Oh, because our na- Geraldine does have an E at the end of it. So yeah, just yeah. Like so Geraldine Innocente. Innocente. There you go. <laughs> uh, Gerald's mother. Um, <laughs> God. I know. I should. We're just really <laughs> just <laughs> trampling all over this, this uh, deceased woman's Yeah, name. yeah. Well, Geraldine's mother, Mary. Her mother's name was actually Mary. It's not Mother Mary. Yeah, that'll give you a complex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she started an I Am Teachings offshoot in Long Island in 1944. And one day, good old El Moria appeared in Geraldine's mother's fireplace and told Geraldine that she had to do, uh, in quote, daily attributions to him to become a, a messenger of the Ascended Masters. Okay. I don't know what the hell this means. Daily attributions. Yeah. Also, he showed up in the fireplace, like just his head or like his whole body and he was tiny I don't know. or what? I don't know. Okay. I, he just I mean, shows up there. Well, I mean. What, what's the scale on him though? That's what I want to know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if I had to guess, like if you look at a fire, 
like that's a type of scrying. You can see shit in the flames. Yeah, and stuff, for sure. Right? And like, so I imagine it's a head. Yeah. Because pareidolia, you're gonna you're gonna see a head. You're gonna see a face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This also smacks of like some cartoon ass demon in your fireplace stuff. Yeah. This head of this turbaned man, mm-hmm. the beard appearing in your fireplace in the flames, telling you you have to do daily attributions to him to become his messenger. Yeah. <laughs> are you serious? Um, like, are you, are you like, serious what's, here? What's in it for me? You get to be my messenger. I don't know. Yeah, so she didn't. Like, again, this is like the um, the OCD thing, the daily attributions to this in this, like, hyper-religiosity, right? You got to do it. To, it's liter- There's literally a name for it, scrupulosity. Scrupulosity, it's right. A type of OCD. Yeah, and so it, she did, and then in 1951, uh, Geraldine Innocente started the Bridge to Spiritual Freedom. And what a long bridge it was. Yeah, it's, uh, it's what roped um, the ones in Future Chin into this nonsense, uh, Mark Prophet. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was his star. He got it uh, with Bridge to Spiritual Freedom. Geraldine's main contribution, though, writing under the name Thomas Prince, was to translate the Ascended Master teachings to Spanish, which uh, was something that had been forbidden before. By whom? Uh, by uh, by all the, you know, guy by and Ed and by the ballots. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, no. I don't put it, but, uh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she did because she was, from, she was Caribbean herself. I mean, she was white as all hell, but she was, mm-hmm. you know, from the Caribbean. And in 1961, she killed herself with painkillers. And there you have it. Yep. That's the end of the bridge to freedom. Yep. Next. He's free. Next we have, yeah, that's literally, that's literally it. But next we have Lady Master Pearl, Pearl Doris. She is the former assistant. Yes. She not? Guy Ballard's Guy Ballard. assistant. Yes. I remember. Yeah, I told you I'd I'm mention so, her again. I'm good at these yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of names. They're memorable. Stuff. People are always like, how do you remember these names? I'm like, I just, I talk about this nonstop so that I can keep right. it fresh. And all these names are the most memorable basic white people names ever. Yeah. You know? Ger- oh, Geraldine Innocente. That's a good one. And Mark Prophet, like. Yeah, they're Elizabeth pretty easy Claire. to remember. Even Elizabeth you know? Clare is a, is a basic name that's easy to remember. They're our main players, so. Yeah. It's like someone wrote a play. I always, I always have such a hard time coming up with names for characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. These are great, like, American playwriting character names. They are. Am I being so had? Pearl Doris. Yeah. So Pearl Doris. She, Lady Master Pearl. Now, not Messenger Pearl. She took the bit a different way. She uh, went up to hang out at Mount Shasta, and she didn't actually channel any Ascended Masters. Easy for her. Because she was an ascended master. Oh fuck! She was so lady everything master. she say is like a yeah. She says. Okay. Yep, she was an ascended master, and she died some fucking year. Um, her main contribution. No one cares. Who, who cares? Okay. I, I, her <laughs> main contribution. She, yeah. she left behind nothing. nothing she she show. had people buying books from her, self published up on Mount Shasta, and was saying she was an ascended master. You know, wouldn't we all just like to be old and deified and just have people come and hang out with us on the mountain and be like, yeah. hey, old lady, I think you're cool. I would like that. Yeah. That's like, you know. People actually care about what you have to say. That's nice. Yeah, some people. Her main contribution was teaching this piece of work uh, how to do the bit. This piece of work I found. His name is Peter Mount Shasta. Oh, yeah. This son of a bitch. Yep. He's still around. I know. Yeah, you know. I know you know. I know you know. I hate him. He's really gross. Uh, He's so cocky. Yeah. And I don't know how big of a pull. He has one of the bigger. He's, he, of all the people of this flavor I've found, 
he has the biggest pull, the biggest influence. I feel like his name is the most likely to be recognized yeah. by someone listening to this. Probably, yeah. He uh, videos with him, interviews have a couple thousand views, something mm-hmm. like that. Whereas, like the Temple of the Presence or whatever, they have like a couple hundred. Right. You know. Um. Anyway, this son of a bitch. He used to have a Twitter. He's still talking and writing and not paying any graphic designers for the cover of his self-published books. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. He used to have a Twitter, but they nuked his wrinkly ass. I don't know what he did. I tried to find an archived version. Yeah, right. He was probably, I don't know, saying some saying crazy some shit. shit. <laughs> he, was, he was talking shit. But what this guy has done, and this is interesting, he, he tried to fuse the I Am teachings with all that Eastern spirituality. You know, like like the kids, like all that, that Ram Dass Mm-hmm. That name Crowley Baba. Yeah. This is what his ass is doing. He says, he's a, he's this like skinny, white-haired, white-bearded. He looks like a carnival caricature of an enlightened hippie guru. You know, with that like kind of disturbing he, quality yeah, to it. I was going to say, he has like a quality of, if he was a character in a movie and you're the viewer of the movie. Yeah. Like, Ooh, keep an eye on him. He's going to do right. something weird later. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, he definitely has that look. Right. You're just like, hmm, something off about that. Right. Character. But he's in the costume of, like, the hippie, the bearded, smiling hippie guru, the just go with the flow man thing. But, like, uh, so this dude claims to have studied with Ram Das and uh, Neem Kroli Baba in India and then found the I Am teachings afterwards. He says, like, oh, I wasn't really into Unveiled Mysteries or whatever. But it really, it's that the I am found him. See, he says he went out in the woods one day after, you know, he got back from and he just wasn't really vibing with, you know, the material world. So I went out into the woods one day, Muir Woods in California, to ask permission to leave his body behind or something. It's something like that. Okay. Which is weird. Uh, heavy uh, hints of like. Sounds suicidal. Yeah, heavy hints of that for sure. And he says he's sitting there like under a redwood tree and he's like, he says like, you know, I'm praying to Mother Mary and Jesus and St. Germain and all the other saints. And I'm like, that's not a saint. Yeah, right. That's his name. St. Germain. God damn it. Um, well, he is in California. So. Yeah, true. But he's under this redwood tree and he's, he's asking his permission. And uh, then he says he looked up and there was a, a strange fella in the woods right next to him. He didn't oh. hear him walk up. Dude's wearing a suede jacket, denim pants. Oh, my God. Did St. Germain go shopping? He sure fucking did. Oh, my God. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. Okay. Yes. It's, there he is. It's St. Germain. He's mixing fabrics. Yeah. He doesn't have any style sense. He lives on Mm -hmm. on Mount Alone, yeah. Yeah. But he's there. He's got whatever he could from, like, the dead hikers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stripped the bones. So, Peter Mount Shasta, this uh, human piece of turkey jerky, says that, it was St. Germain himself told him to change his last name to Mount Shasta. Because <laughs> mm. as we've established, the masters love to torture people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's like, I don't know. It's like a popular kid being like, you know, it'd be really cool if you like shaved your eyebrows off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everyone would think you're super cool if you did that. Here, right. Here's a razor. Do it. Yeah. So he, he uh, St. Germain says... Well, here, I'll, I'll let him tell it. I'll let, it, I'll let him tell it. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. goody. So this is from um, an interview with the channel Buddha at the Gas Pump. And this is really interesting because this is a channel that has interviews with, like, spiritual teachers and all that. That always seems all right. Um, and I think he's into, like, Christian mysticism and stuff. And, like, 
I skipped through the interview because it's two hours long and I hate this dude. Um, but it's super interesting seeing this host kind of realize like what he's talking to. Uh-huh. That like the ascended mat. And it's like, it's, you can just see his face just slowly drop over the two hours and he just can't wait to end the thing. And they both, it's like the way they're talking to each other becomes this like, I know that you know that I know that you know yeah. type of thing. It's oh, really, really awkward. Um, okay. I don't know if we're going to really get into that. It's kind of one of those things you have to be really high and like paying way too close attention to um, to notice and maybe making shit up about people you don't know in your own head so you can talk shit on them on a podcast. Maybe. May, maybe it needs, it's one of those things, but yeah. Okay, here you this. No, because in the beginning of the interview, the guy interviewing, he says, oh, yeah, I know about that Ascended Master stuff, but I never got into it because mm-hmm. the, the only couple of people I knew that were into it were egomaniacal <laughs> psychos or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he straight up says that. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I, I know about this shit. I know about St. Germain, okay? I'm not like, impressed, though. Why are you here? Yeah, ah. so so impress. Yeah. Impress him, Peter. If. But I didn't even really believe that anybody was up there watching out for me. You know, I had experienced God consciousness, but I didn't really think there were any divine beings, you know, that were cared about individuals. So, but I said, he's flanked by portraits of, I'm going to call on Jesus and St. Germain and Mother Mary. And I named every saint that I could think of, you know. (laughs) And suddenly there was a guy standing in front Wait, of me. Wait, can you pause it for a second? Sure. Look like a- I'm just imagining like this really horny guy on like a Friday night. He's like, oh my God, I need to bang someone. <laughs> just like calling everyone in his contacts. Like, yeah. hey, are you free? Like texting every girl. That's like this dude in the woods. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And state whoever and and whoever and this <laughs> God and that God and this God. and, and Whoever's course, listening. And the one who fucking shows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who else? But Saint like, Germain the fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. St. Germain shows up. That dude. I, I, yeah. Yep. And he's like, yeah, because he's, he's saying like, oh, he's, he's my age. And uh, he says. Uh, I was 27 then or something like yeah, that. Just two 27-year-old. He was just wearing jeans, looked like a regular guy, except he hadn't walked up. I would have heard him walking. The other thing is it was raining and he was dry. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. and he had a suede jacket my, on, which would have shown wetness yeah, if it were right. right. <laughs> exactly. Nancy and, uh, Drew over he here. Yeah. He said, "Peter, I've come to answer your prayer." And I thought, "Wow, this is the first time in my life a prayer has ever been answered." You know, and uh, so he said, "I will take you out of your body if you want, and take you to the next level." But. I want to show you something first. And he, he touched me on the third eye and took me out of the physical body. So I'm in another body, looks just like my physical body. And I look back and there I am sitting in the tree, you know, still doing Vipassana, but I'm in this other body. So I'm in these two bodies simultaneously. He put his arm around me. The next thing I know, we're up above the earth somewhere. And there was this realm where beings exist as a ball of light. It's what the Tibetans call the rainbow body. It's a ball of like sun with beautiful rainbow colors around it. And he said, the word he used was, he said, this is the permanent self of these beings. These are 
the body you know, of light. Formerly human yeah. beings, but they are existing now. Anyway, it's all just stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he ever mention that if he was or was not on any drugs during these experiences? Or, like, is he just such a great... I don't know. He never mentions drugs or anything. Okay. Um, I mean, I do imagine... Like, these experiences are totally possible. Well, they're standard shit. It's, again, it's it's using the the trick of something that you might have experienced, something mystical thing you might have experienced. Right. I don't think St. Germain was there. Fuck I, no. I think that he probably did have like an out of body meditative experience where he felt like a ball of light. And it I don't believe like, a damn word he says. Yeah. No. Cause like he, he then like, I was trying to find these clips where like he, I think um, what he's saying is possible, but I think it has a lot in common with the more believable mystical experiences that people have actually had. That's a good trick. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's faking knowledge of that because he's read the books just like, you know, all these other assholes. What a cruel trick for life to play, though, where you're always like pretending that you had these actual experiences and you never get to actually have them. He uh, he makes he makes money. You know, he said he does sell books. Yeah. And he, um, you know, I I hate I hate his fucking voice, so I'm not going to let him. Because the clips I wanted to find were him transitioning into, you know, why negativity is bad. And, you know, and this interview was like March 24th, 2020. Uh. And, um, you know, negativity is bad. And like, you know, there's just so many people with so much hate, you know, for public officials and stuff and, you know, specific public officials and shit. Okay. It's like, who are you, who are you talking about? You, oh, you talk. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And uh, then he blamed or he he gave credit he gives credit to uh the violet tara which is some violet flame personified as a as thing. a as a lady in purple yeah it's some it's, purple it's some lady it's some bullshit ripoff of a thing in some hindu traditions mm-hmm. um but then he's, he gives that uh his his magic violet flame visualizations he gives that credit for uh keeping COVID out of mount Jasta in did he though? Hell no! I mean, like, no, I'm it was, pretty sure it, was in, it still that, happened there. That was March. Like, that was March twenty fourth, two thousand twenty. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. And the interviewer is like, he, he. This is the point where I noticed he's just like, yeah. Well, uh, come back to me in uh, two weeks. See how. Uh, see how he, he, right. Yeah, that's a bold claim. And he just kept like, you know, this ain't a political show though. All that, but like, uh, he he kept inserting some very strange talking points that you wouldn't under. You wouldn't expect. A hippy dippy that type of guy to care so much about or to right. you know he's a creep he's a super creep i don't he's like super him super creep super creep he's super creepy yeah ow and uh so what he says is that saint germain says listen here's what you got to do i got a mission you got to go to mount shasta and you have to do the first thing whatever the first someone's going to walk up to you and tell you to do something whatever that thing is you have to do it Whatever it is. Okay. So he goes to Mount Shasta. He goes to this diner and uh, he's sitting there. He's just sitting there at a diner and someone walks in and says, uh, are you Peter? And he goes, yeah, but someone wants to talk to you. Come with me. And he goes, okay, yeah. Cause same Germain. And it's, it's Pearl. It's Lady Master Pearl that wants to talk to him. And she says, well, St. Germain's here and you're not going to learn how to be a messenger. You're going to learn how to be a master like me. Okay. Right. Where were you come learn how to be a, a full on Master, like you're not going to be a channeler. Yeah, you're not going to be a messenger. You're going to be a master. Okay. So that's what he's selling himself as. He's Peter Mount Shasta, the master. Yeah, but he's not not yet. He hasn't ascended yet. But he's in he's he's in training, just like all of us. But that's their kind of that's Peter and Pearl's kind of new trick with this was the living God. Like if this is what we have 
what they're offering as our um, living master yeah, no, trainings. It's, it's like, hilariously I'm not bad. impressed, guys. It's hilarious. They have bad. to do better. Like, Scientology's doing better with yeah. their faces, yeah. their <laughs> ideology. At least Tom Cruise is cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. I don't know. Uh, so that's one. And he's, I mean, that video had like 18,000 views. I mean, uh-huh. all of Buddha at the Gas Pumps videos have a lot of views. But like, He's he's actively doing stuff. He's he's a guy, you know, there's still not not fancy. He's a fucking guy. On the other side is the Temple of the Presence trying to be some new messengers. That look so much like Guy and Ed, yeah. like they have the same vibes as both Guy and Edna yeah. and um Elizabeth and Mark. Oh, dude, that's what I wrote. I wrote down uh, they don't know if they're doing Guy and Edna's bit or Mark and Liz's, but whichever it is, they're doing an exceedingly terrible job. Yeah. It's like the most effort with the least reach by far out of all the people uh, we talked about. They need a time machine. Yeah, like they, they really do. Like because th- their website, it's it's not grabbing the new generation. No. It's not doing it. Well, they're, they're really not doing anything new. Yeah, that's true. They're taking I think everything they just from. exist for, like, the stragglers that miss um, what the other groups had to offer, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Temple of the Presence. And it's all very sanitized. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's for old ladies. Yes. Peter's trying to get, he's trying to get the more more groovy types. Yep. Yeah. You know, he charges some water with amethysts and stuff, and mm. the interviewer dies a little bit inside. Yeah. You just see it. It's so funny. You want some of my amethyst water? It's just, she's saying it with such a straight face, though, with that saying, like, dumb grin. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, the Temple of the Presence, they they are just trying to, they're not doing a good job. Their videos have, like, 300 views, something like that. Better graphic design than anyone else, though. Okay, I'll, I'll give that to But, them. I mean, like, the thing is, it seems like this... This particular vibe isn't, it's not working yeah. anymore. It just doesn't work. Like, and I've seen them try to, I've seen a different flavor, which uh, the, another one I found is, it's called the Hearts Center or the Hearts Community Center. Uh-huh. Now this one, um, this is the place that like sells a lot of Peter Mount Shasta's books. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, and they're, they're all about Lady Master Pearl. Oh, and okay. Peter Mount Shasta. Like that's one of their, their big things. Oh yeah. With the guy that like looks... Like an AI generated man. Right. Yeah, Someone yeah, yeah. told him to shave off his eyebrows. They literally did. That's probably why I said that. The the medical medium on the Heart Center website. Yeah. Is missing eyebrows. <laughs> and he has he really facial is. hair. He has hair on his head. Or are his glasses just the exact wrong size? You know? <laughs> the medical medium. <laughs> Heal yourself through right diet. It, it's just, oh, it's, he's Anthony William. Yeah. I don't trust that he's a real person. I don't either, man. I don't he's think. He's written some books. Yeah, so this place, the Heart Center, it's, I don't even know, it's an Aquarian Essene community. Okay, he's the best-selling author of Celery Juice. That's the <laughs> name of the book. This is not a real person. This is like some, uh. a, some lady using an AI to write um, shitty nutrition this advice. Oh, on air now, Resurrection and World Peace, live from Mexico City. Oh, wow. Should we? Should we? Should we? <laughs> Should we? Yeah, let's do it. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, this isn't going to work for English radio. Uh-uh. Oh, good. Oh, they're doing decrees. 
in Spanish. Oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard a Spanish decree. I'm neither. Bump this shit. Getting brainwashed in a different language now. Oh, there's blue lighting. Dude, you gotta come over, come over here. You gotta see this shit. Lighting flashes. Watch. I have no idea. They're cursing. Um, Dude, this is fucking creepy. They're cursing Biden. I just wow. know they are. Okay, so that, I mean, you know what? That's actually good. It was a decree, so it means nothing anyway. It literally doesn't matter what language we hear it in. Yeah. They're an Aquarian Essene community. Yeah. Is it Essene? 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 I don't know. Oh, Essene? Someone know. tell us. Someone tell me. I could just Google it right now. Yeah, but like on this video, there's the the, the live stream. It's like this graphic of a, a blue sky with clouds, and then there's a blue globe a scene. A scene. Then there's this blue globe with like rainbow turquoise like rays shooting out of it. And then there's an angel standing over the blue earth with a sword in a stance that looks like the angel is literally about to plunge the sword into the earth. That must be Archangel Michael. And then there's a spinning sword on top of it. And then all, like every few seconds, like this blue lightning flashes in the background. It's quite disturbing uh, compared to the oh, their rose master, and the- Their master of the blue ray is El Moria. Okay. By the way. Lanello is the second ray, so mm. good for them. Good for them. Yeah, and like, so the hearts sent, they seem, they had some views on their YouTube shit. And their website's the most professional. Their you website can, does look good. Yeah, you can donate, you can call their help desk. I was thinking someday um, on air, I would love to make some phone calls to some places. But yeah. we have to do it earlier in the day. Oh, actually, in California, they're three hours behind. That's true. So also like to call some of these alien implant people that are like, call our number to get a free consultation. Like, I just want to fuck with them a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got to do that. You know, yeah. like. Yeah, let's, 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 let's do that. <laughs> we'll table that. Yeah. Yep. We have to now. We have to get our implants removed. Our, audience, up. our audience just heard us say that. So we have to. Yeah. Now. I need to get my alien implants out. You do. You've been putting that off. my life. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as they get removed, I will have riches untold. Yeah. So there's, they got all sorts of events. You can shop, you can buy all sorts of stuff. You can donate the miracle of the tithe. Let's yeah. That means give us money and you'll get miracles. The law of the tithe, tying ourselves to God. Oh, you got the easy auto gift tithe. The auto gift tithing allows you to tithe and donate with ease to support a spiritual community. (laughs) Easy. Quote from Genesis. The law of the tithe, tithe, tying ourselves to God. The benefits of the tithe by El Moria. Mm, let's see what to say. Good morning, everyone. God bless you, and thank you for being at our service today. Today is the 4th of November, 2016, and El Moria would like me to share some comments right, forward on the tithe that gave me two days ago that I am bringing to you because, because... when we give back, our mortgage is due as the first fruits of those earnings of the benefits to us in this life number two oh you slow talking bastard flow i know keeps it's so boring i know that is manifest as the money or as <laughs> that which is precipitated as money moving yeah so yeah, this is a 30-minute lecture from a, a person that doesn't exist about why to give them money. And this is on a, a website that, you know, 
is active and updated recently about every day. And it has a lot of aesthetics that I've seen floating around some circles where like, now, you know, burned out millennials run to in their mid thirties after getting run over by the lie of the festival vibe tribe. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, indeed. And they preach a lot of St. Germain stuff, a lot of Pearl stuff. They seem to be shilling a lot of Peter Matt Shasta's books and they're from Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause here's the other one of this that we haven't really. Chicanery like, and Chicago. Yeah. The guys, we don't know what they're doing. Well, we know the Summit Lighthouse is still trying to sell books mm-hmm. and still trying to do things. Like they're they, trying they to have their on. Montana place. There's people there. Yeah. Doing their thing. They're still there. They're not active. They don't seem to be. They're not pulling in new, a bunch yeah. of new members. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause for a member in 1976, when Edna Ballard died and then uh, Donald Ballard died, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of people whose names we don't know. Yeah. Who fucked off with about $55 million in jewelry alone. Right. Of Edna's. Yeah. Um, and those guys. They fucked off and they started with like tens of millions of dollars. All the people we've mentioned so far on this list, take all the money they have, multiply it by a hundred, probably. I don't know if these guys have a hundred grand between them. Be generous and say multiply it by 10, 20, I don't know, a lot more. Yeah. They're to the Catholic church, what the Catholic church is to these guys, you know, in terms of levels of wealth. But the weird thing is, these guys, they fucked off to Chicago. They started the St. Germain Foundation, which is the weirdest website with no names of anybody. Except yeah, the masters, right? That's what the IM activity yeah. became is the yeah, St. The Germain, Germain Foundation. You, we can't tell who runs it. No one knows. They have yeah. the St. Germain Press. The only By Joe Director, Johnny Director. James Director is the name listed on the financial documents I found. And then like a whole bunch of other people who's who don't have any other media presence whatsoever. Yeah. They're not on LinkedIn. They're not on Facebook. They're not on fucking anything. They don't exist. They don't exist. And they're listed on all the financial documents for the IM, uh, the St. Germain Foundation, temples and like, groups in all the right. different states. And I looked at a bunch of these and saw the same people and I can't find any of them. But apart from making this weird website, the St. Germain Foundation still selling the Godfrey Ray King books, there's nothing else they're doing. There's nothing else they're doing. They can't be making a lot of money, but they're doing weird shit. They're you don't selling s- books and they're going to these yeah. like new age fairs, like psychic fairs probably. They, they probably have some of their people there at a booth yeah. selling uh, books or but whatever. The thing is- these are the people who are probably ex-Silver Shirts. Yeah. Who were shifty enough to get Edna to change her will. Who then went when she was like, a bit. Who may have, I mean, I'm not going to speculate on, on air, but it's funny in the way Donald died. It's a little funny. Yeah, with his cup of funny. coffee. Yeah, the day he was dropping off that expose. Yep. Yeah. Kind of funny. Certainly a little suspicious. And then it's kind of funny how his wife said that she was going to publish it, but then she just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So he got paid off. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, and then they went through all the trouble of, of setting up all these, you know, right. temples and nonprofits in all these, all the different states and shit. Mm-hmm. They're buying well, new re- buildings and stuff. Like they just bought a new building for the foundation and the press and uh, outside Chicago. But how are they, why are they doing this? If the only thing they're doing is not updating their dumb fucking silly ass website and selling these books that no one reads anymore. Cause they're, they're doing something else they're, that's making them way more money. Yeah. They're doing fucking something else. And yeah. one of those things we'll talk about later when we get into some financial crimes and stuff, which yeah, is fun. that'll be fun. But when I see something like the Heart Center in Chicago that seems to be actively trying to grab money and grab people, yeah. I can't help but wonder, especially when they're all St. Germany. And that's how you can tell the allegiances. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By which mastery. I can't help but wonder if they're just operating under a shell corporation, perhaps that uh, medical channel or whatever 
is an AI generated person. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, Michael William or whoever he is, that doesn't look like a writing celery juice, the best seller. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. There. So we're going to just say, it's not because we're losing our minds that we will be talking about these bastards again. It's because they are so interesting they're that they're, they're, they do deserve a digging into, but just know they exist. And for what we know, they're not doing anything. They're just sitting there, not doing anything. There are millions. Yeah, we of don't dollars. know. Now, I found this other cult from the '70s, Morningland, uh, that had like it started in '72 in Long Beach. This makes me want a veggie burger. Yeah, I know. Yeah, those <laughs> things are actually good. I really like them. <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin met his uh, wife because, like, he was always, or she was always going into his restaurant before they met and uh, ordering a, a veggie burger with bacon on it. He was like, that's the fucking best thing ever. Like he, so he just knew he loved the person that did that yeah, because veggie burgers are great. But they're tasty. They're delicious. The, the yeah, flavors they have are great together. good texture. Yeah. yeah, they have a very satisfying And honestly, that really says it all about a person if they're into veggie burgers with bacon. It does. And I, I love it. And like, and then they, he found out that it was her. Yeah, I was like, probably, I probably fucked that story up and they listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, oh, that's yeah. true. That's correct. Yeah, I think it's fucking sick. But yeah, I, uh, so Morningland... They went really further into the hippie shit than than anything. They were they're kind of unique. They, a lot of astrology, Hindu guru names, that kind of flavor. Their leaders were another husband and wife duo, Daniel and Patricia. Uh, Daniel was the ascended master Donato, and um, Patty was the prophet. Uh, Patty the prophet. Yeah, Donato. Uh, Donato. He kicked the bucket in '76, and Patty ran the cult until her death in 2002. It's this one's interesting. They had some fun, wacky beliefs. Their their messiah was a turtle. Um, uh, yeah. Which is super fun. Turtle have a name or no? Yeah. Uh, I, I forget. It was a, it was kind God of silly. damn it. I know. I know. I, I found it in like a Reddit comment that was like, it's, there's not a lot on these guys. Mm. Um, but they did put up lost turtle signs all over, uh, Long Beach. And that was a fun way to lure people into the church. Like, lost wow, Messiah. this almost, this sounds like some church of the sub genius type shit. Yeah. No, it's like, it almost seems like a funny LARP. Rather yeah. than like a real thing. It did, I guess, from what I was understanding, because there's like, the thing about this, these guys is it, the people after Pat, like the people that were in it, like they stayed friends or they kind of like integrated their experiences and like understood what they went through. Cause they did do some fucked up shit, but it wasn't like ever a cult that made like news except for, um, I mean, they, they did some, some bad stuff. But it seems like they a lot of them remain friends and shit. But like sort of bad stuff. Uh, they forced homosexuality, uh, making straight dudes fuck each other. Okay. Charging money for energy healing of AIDS. They broke up some families, bribing uh, they bribed some public officials. Um, all right, that's convinced pretty daughter bad. Convinced the daughter that her dad who left the church uh, molested her and shit. This is all pretty bad. Oh no, yeah, it's not good. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. All right. But, but like, uh, people are people. They make mistakes. No, they're. I'm sure they're fucking horrible. These, yeah. Fuck Patty. Fuck Donato. Like fuck them. That's pretty but, bad. Yeah. But I don't want to fuck with the. There's not. They're yeah. just some idiots in this. You know. Right. In a small group, and there's also just like not a lot on them. Uh huh. There's a, a there's the site with a lot of stories from like. I'm sure if they were like, like super heinous, there would be more on them. It, that's the that's the thing. It does. It seems like they were heinous as cults are, as all destructive. You know, group psychology. Yeah, weird shit sex gets. stuff. Weird, um, yeah. But uh, didn't reach the point of like, oh, we need a feature on these guys. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the vibe I got. Seems really fun and flavorful, though. But it also just seems like looking into a bunch of people's private lives in a way yeah. that we do, but um, but uh, seems <laughs> doesn't seem nearly mythic enough. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to mention them because, as we said, like, this kind of flavor, this white and violet and, like, funeral home flavor. 
Like that's, it's, that's what it is. It doesn't work anymore. It just doesn't. The fucking, after the sixties happened and wiped out half of it, the nineties happened and stopped the other half from happening. Yeah. You know, now the only people that are like channeling the ascended masters are kind of like old white ladies on YouTube pretty much. Yeah. Or like, yeah. So that, that the, um, the heart center seems like it's trying to skew younger, although I can't be sure if they're, those are stock images or not. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, No, seen, they're not. I've seen actually some, some young, uh, I've seen a couple yeah. as well. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, and there is like the, the St. Germain Foundation does the, um, pageants of the fucking angels in yeah, uh, Mount Shasta. Do. Yeah, they sure do. What an event. Oh boy. We gotta go to that. I'm so scared to do that. Really? I'd love to. I'll wear a fake nose. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. They won't know. Wig. They'll yeah. never know. Hell yeah. But yeah, the, the one, but it seems like the real, it seems like the real juice of, uh, of this current of thought, the ascended master, you know, it can even like change its name. It can change into a different strain and stuff. And it starts to get more neon color, sci-fi, rockets to Mars. It, crazy shit. And that's yeah. That's what I've been looking into. Yeah, and that's what I love. Yeah, that was a, so. That was a slow, shitty transition on yeah, my part to say the, like you've been looking into the cool right. shit as we move into the cool shit. So we know that the Great White Brotherhood mm-hmm. exists. Yes, we know that. You know, which is it's not a race thing. <laughs> <laughs> we assure you, it's definitely not a race thing. <laughs> well, they <laughs> exist, but they they actually have an airborne division. Oh, really? Yeah. The Great White Brotherhood Airborne Division? Yes, and it's called the Ashtar Command. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) So next week we're going to do like a real big deep dive, but I've heard Ashtar before and I had no fucking idea that that had anything to do with this. Yeah, me neither. Like... I'm like, oh, okay, because I've I've heard all of those different sort of contactee, the famous contactees from the 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I, I just, I didn't know the connection. So Ashtar, like Ashtar. Who, who the hell is Ashtar? Who is Ashtar? Ashtar is a Nordic Pleiadian, uh, sexy alien guy. Uh, he's, he's an interdimensional being from another galaxy and he's here on behalf of humans to help us in what else? Our ascension. God Damn it. Our ascension and our spiritual evolution. And he's working with Lord Sananda, uh, a.k.a. Jesus Christ. Wait. Yes, Lord, Lord Sananda is Jesus. Um, God, just keep with me. He's also working with the archangels. Okay. And the eagles. Like the eagle? Like, like the, yeah, like the band, the eagles. Yeah. There are some songs by the eagles. Hotel California. Yeah, it's the. That you can check out, you can never leave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No. The Eagles are actually the 144,000 unawakened ascended masters on the earth plane right now. God damn it. I know. Shit. (sighs) I hate it. (laughs) So there's this collective messiah, right? The collective messiah of the unawakened ascended masters, the Eagles. That's... That's that could be you, listener. You could be one of the eagles. I, I could be one of the eagles. We just have to awaken, and that's why there's also thousands of Earth-based commanders that that are here. And that that also could be you, listener. You might not be one of the masters, but you could be here to help awaken the master. So yeah, you could at least be a light worker. Yes. <laughs> um. Right. So, <laughs> but it, it, Ashtar didn't start this way. <laughs> you weren't always like this. 
It's changed. Ashtar, you've changed. Ashtar, you did. How many people do you need? The fucking eagles, Ashtar? When's enough enough, Ashtar? Yeah. So Ashtar, the first human to be contacted by him was a man whose name is hard to forget. George Van Tassel. George Van Tassel. We're going to remember that. I remember it. Yeah. Uh, he's an aviator from Ohio. He worked for companies like Howard Hughes and Lockheed. Again, someone's making all this shit up. An aviator named George Von Tassel is too much. I know. He's got a goddamn scarf. He's wearing the, those yeah. goggles, landing planes on water. For real. So he developed a small airstrip, a little ranch, a coffee it. shop yeah. in Giant Rock, California yep. in 1947. Him and his family lived in subterranean rooms below the rock, which was seven stories tall. It was a seven-story tall rock. Oh, Lord. They lived below the rock. Oh, no. And uh, it was, you know, he started establishing, he had something called the Brotherhood of the Cosmic Christ. He also had a metaphysics research organization called the Ministry of Universal Wisdom. He hasn't talked about his contact with extraterrestrials yet. He sort of, he makes this known to the public in his 1952 book, I Rode in a Flying Saucer, where he does not, in fact, ride in a flying saucer. That's false advertising. I know. He's having telepathic transmissions from aliens on flying saucers. That's not riding in a flying saucer. It's not. It is false advertising. So George, he talks to Ashtar, right? And he has his little brotherhood. He has his groups. And people are coming to Giant Rock for these conventions that he's holding every year. There's a big contactee community at this time. So What year is this again? This is like in the 50s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, also 1952, by the way, is the same year that Project Blue Book yeah. 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 Roswell was 1948 or nine. I think so. Because mm-hmm. yeah, this is when like for for those that don't that aren't you know aren't UFO buffs. For those of you with fulfilling lives. <laughs> um, I'm fulfilled by this shit. I know. I me too. I love <laughs> it. Uh, it was kind of Roswell and like that put UFOs in like the public consciousness. Mm-hmm. And this is really. There are weird—1947, uh, Roswell. Yeah. So, like, you know, and this is, you know, it's right after the bomb, mm-hmm. right? Which matters for all sorts of different reasons. No matter your explanation, if this is just, like, a mimetic thing or if this is an actual thing, the bomb attracted it, whether it's a break in the psyche or— Yeah, so something that uh, Van Tassel was interested in with his Ministry of Universal Wisdom is he wanted to establish a group that collected and analyzed information about UFOs, which is awesome because it's kind of one of the first— he's kind of the c- civilian arm of Project Blue Book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. appointing himself into that position at this point in time. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm interested in that. Yeah, let's do that. So that's cool. And he was one of the first guys doing that? I would—I mean, I would yeah, say yeah. so, Yeah. I mean, probably not the very first. Right. I'm honestly not a UFO buff. Me either so much. That's really not like, that's never been my like specialty of spooky. Right. And we'll definitely, we'll go much deeper into him next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just to like, he was a cool guy though for this period in time. I really, I think that he was a groovy sort of minded individual. Yeah. I mean, he's I really, wearing a scarf flying planes living <laughs> I, under rocks. I don't get the sense that he was really trying to get one over on anyone. I think that this just was his passion that he was like, just really into this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So 
He's talking to Ashtar, right? Ashtar is saying, don't, hydrogen bombs, bad. Do not do it. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Stop it. That's what Ashtar has to say. And interestingly, in none of uh, Van Tassel's later books, and his next book comes out a few years later, none of his other books reference Ashtar or the Ashtar command at all. He just basically gives it up because this other guy, Robert Short, is like, oh, I'm talking to Ashtar. <laughs> and Van Tassel's like, God damn, fuck it. You can fucking have it then. Okay, just fucking have it. Whatever. <laughs> so Robert Short kind of like, he he takes the reins for a little bit, but so do a bunch of other people. Yeah. A bunch, a-, a bunch of people at this time in like 50s, 60s are talking to Ashtar. There's no centralized authority. It's open or source message. now. It is open source, so it gets very confusing. And without any centralized authority and many continuity errors, (laughs) like just the Ashtar mythos, because Van Tassel never called it the Ashtar command. Robert Shore added that in with the whole, like, it's a command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Tassel, I think his conception of Ashtar was that there was a spacecraft and they had advanced technology and somehow they were beaming telepathic thoughts into his head and that's what he was communicating with. Whereas it just, that gets lost, you know? Instead of just it being Ashtar that's sending you a telepathic thought, it's like there's a whole fucking intergalactic fleet of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And they they all can like, they're taking the mic and they're like, hey, can I, I want to talk now. Yeah, that's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Like- they would have better things to do. Right. So it's Ashtar kind of fizzles out at the end of the 60s, and he's not heard from again until 1977 when okay. there's a broadcast that gets interrupted by Vrilon, who's one of Ashtar's right. command members. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard about this before. I didn't know anything about any of all this. But so that was Ashtar, that was the first time Ashtar was heard from since then? Or before, since There's probably the 1960s. other people like channeling him in, in the in the background, but he wasn't- Never broke through. He didn't break through again until 1977 when this broadcast happened. Coincidentally, the same year that this woman, Thelma B. Terrell, a.k.a. Tuella, uh, was contacted by Ashtar. She's the same year. Same coincidentally, year, huh? yeah. Wow. But up until that point, she, she had already developed her channeling abilities talking to St. Germain, mostly. God damn it. I know. Really? It's that close? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I wasn't going to hear about him again. Right. I thought I had some time away from this. No. Oh, this so-and-so. Yeah, so you got Tuella, <laughs> and uh, she revives Ashtar again. And, you know, it passes hands, and we'll get more into that. But Tuella, one of, one of her assistants, one of her um, employees, I guess, her followers, this woman, Debbie Wright, she opened up a website that we're going to take some time to talk about. Okay. Because that's where I want to spend this yeah, time. Ac- Next absolutely. week, we'll, we'll get like into the history and all of that. Right. Again, we're seeing where it kind of ends up, like what the... Yeah. So this is Tuella's influence. And this is this because Tuella had multiple predictions that the, the world was going to end. They all ended up not being right. So she had to keep changing the story. And eventually she said that she's retiring. And also she's not talking to Ashtar anymore. She's done. I'm done with Ashtar. Yeah. But we have Debbie Wright to sort of carry on her legacy. 
uh, with the Church of Sananda's Eagles, which opened in oh. March of 2001. It's fully non-denominational. I don't know what that means. Oh, my. Do you ha- have the um, website? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay. Sanandaseagles.com. Right. Oh, ho, ho, I just clicked on our church. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Reverend Debbie Wright, she is a woman who could read people's thoughts as a kid. She also would see Jesus in the sky following their car on the highway. And she also experienced contact with gray aliens, but she didn't remember any of this until 1980 when she had a kid and her three-year-old daughter would come into her room being like, uh, I just saw Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd coming through the wall, so no. they're back. He's here? Yeah. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, that, that fucking bastard. Dude, that's who's doing this. That interdimensional trickster god. Oh yeah. my god. He- what? Bugs Bunny is... Is the is the main form of whatever this thing is. Right. Right. Like the same way that like, you know, a Krishna as a blue dude, you know, I like yeah. that. That's his avatar. The the avatar. Right. It's Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is the guy. Bugs Bunny is an avatar for something yeah. far bigger so and stranger. Somehow, um, three year old <laughs> being like, I'm seeing Bugs Bunny made her be like, holy shit, I was abducted. Like how did. OK. Yeah. After what I just said, I'm not surprised by that at all. I mean, it's almost like, <laughs> it's like Donnie Darko-ish. Yeah, it's like super the big, weird. Like the big rabbit. In the, yeah. ew, it's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah. So Debbie had known all of her life that Jesus was going to arrive on a spaceship. But with her Baptist upbringing, she was always told like, oh, Debbie, you're so silly. That's obviously demons that you're seeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And eventually she left that all behind. You know, she started recovering these memories in 1980 when her daughter was three. And by the time her daughter was 12, she was a paid psychic. She really, she leaned into these abilities that she knew that she had her entire life. And she would even do like astrology readings in her college cafeteria. She she probably made some friends that way. Yeah. One time she went up to Sedona and some guys removed her head and placed it back. I'm guessing they just like put her in a trance meditation and did some psychic surgery on her where they made it feel like her head was separated from her body and then they put it back. Or they just gave her acid and that's the like metaphorical way she decided to describe that for the rest of her life. Like an asshole. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But when she really leaned into all of this stuff is when she met these people at a psychic fair that took her to a fire walking weekend. And there was, there was a class during that weekend. And also they let her come for free. They were like, you can, here's a cabin. You and your daughter can stay in it. Like, these are nice people. They like want you in their fold and they're your friends because you have to imagine if you're someone that works for psychic fairs and stuff and you are a professional psychic and astrologist, tarot reader, whatever, like that's your tribe, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you probably are cool with each other like that. Like, oh yeah, we're going to have this cool fire walking weekend. If you can't afford it, like that's fine we got a cabin for you and that's the weird thing is i don't see this being in like a, a sinister no um, like light. i i feel like i like i, I like know, i know i feel like process. i like these people yeah like i'm yeah. cool with these people honestly but so during that weekend there was a presenter who talked about the space brotherhood oh no and uh, someone in the class asked, you know, there's a lot of people talking about the space people and space brotherhood and who can we trust? And, and the presenter said, 
Well, there's a woman named Tuella who brings messages from the Ashtar Command. Oh, God. And as soon as Debbie heard the name Tuella, uh, she didn't just get goosebumps. She got God bumps. God bumps. <laughs> it's like better than goosebumps. And when you get God bumps, like all, yeah, it, and it lit her on fire. She was like, Ashtar Command. Oh, my God. So this is the first time she ever hears Tuella's name. Then six months later, Debbie's out of a job. She has no furniture. She moves into a new apartment. She's like pretty destitute at this time. And she's praying. She's just praying on the ground. Like God, just like, I need some fucking money. I need, (laughs) I need something. I need purpose. And her daughter's friend's mom wants to meet her. So her daughter is like, Hey mom, I have this friend. I was talking about how you're psychic. My friend thought that was really cool. Her mom wants to meet you. So this friend's mother, Donna, wants to meet Debbie. Okay, are we following? Donna wants to meet Debbie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donna knows that Debbie's a psychic. Yeah. And this dinner that she gets invited to with Donna, they go out to this restaurant. There's a bunch of other people there. And Debbie doesn't really know what all this is about. But Donna's like, just bear with me, okay? We're going to go back to my place after this. It's a free meal for you and your daughter. She doesn't say that, but that's what Debbie's thinking. Because she, she's fucking out of a job. Because she was praying for <laughs> she's praying, praying. For, for some free yeah. food. What is she going to do? Say no to this dinner? So she's going. No matter who this woman is. Yeah. And the people at the table are from all these different countries. And there's this one little old lady sitting at way at the end of the table. And everyone seems to be fawning over her. And Debbie's just trying to figure out, like, why? Hmm. So what's so special about this old lady compared to all the other old ladies we've talked about in the last month? Okay. Well, like, that's what Debbie wants to know, too. It's a valid question. Yeah. (laughs) And, of course, Donna's like... All right. It's the end of the dinner. I just got to take my mom home because that old lady at the end of the table is Donna's mom, actually. That's why she's so special. Oh, okay. Nice. (laughs) And um, Donna says, (laughs) I guess Debbie doesn't drive or something. So Donna's husband is going to drive Debbie to the house. Donna's going to drive her old mom home that everyone is obsessed with for some reason. And Debbie's kind of still confused about that. Me too. So back at Donna's house, (laughs) everyone from the dinner also goes back to Donna's house. And Debbie's like, what the fuck is up? I feel like I'm in a dream and now I just stepped into a weird plot of a soap opera. Yeah. So Debbie's at the house. Donna's still not back. She's still driving her mom wherever. And Debbie's there with Donna's husband and all these people from the dinner People from Canada, Australia, Germany. Is this a dream? What the hell is happening here? And all of the people sit on the floor in a circle and start rubbing each other's shoulders what? and backs. What is this? <laughs> and they, they ask Debbie if she wants to join in, but she's like, nah, I'm good. So Donna gets back and she says, I just have to say goodbye to all of my guests. Then I swear to God, I'm going to talk to you, okay? <laughs> Debbie's being so patient. Yeah. <laughs> she's so patient. And finally, after two hours, Donna finally comes in and she lights a cigarette and she's like, ah, so what's up? And Debbie's like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> Who was that? What, why are they so obsessed with your mom? And Donna says, oh, my mom is Thelma Terrell. Ah. She had gone through a walk-in experience and now she is Tuella. 
She channels the Ashtar command. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) So, so now, um, like Debbie has God bumps all over again. Yeah. Oh my God. Like that was Tuella. So now, basically, Debbie gets roped into like helping uh, Donna mail out all of Tuella's books and do a bunch of publication shit, and that's like her life from then on. And wow. now she has this website, Sananda's Eagles, where um, they're, they're working on a lot of projects, this church, by the way. Yeah. My, my favorite project is the healing, maybe it's not my favorite, but this healing water thing that they're doing where they send you like a, a special crystal, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're telling me a little bit about this, the healing waters. Yeah. Whoa. This, I mean, this website's crazy. This website's awesome. Yeah, Sananda's I Eagles. love it. Com. It's fucking, this is this is a perfect specimen. Yeah. So apparently they have a special cold fusion device that they <laughs> make water with. Okay. And they'll send you the water for free. You just like have to pay shipping to get this special yeah. water. They had a cold fusion device. Their fucking website looks like this. Yeah. It's well, filtered, they spent all the budget on right. physics. That's what, it, yeah, it of course. It filters the water through hand spins, crystals, and colored rays of light. It's a remarkable but complicated process. And it assists in getting your body prepared for what's to come. So, yeah, they have this special water, okay? And you have to drink Ashtar's special water for two months before you can begin drinking the sterling water or the emotional body balancing water, right? Oh, my God. So, uh... Oh, my God. So, yeah. Let's click on one of these. Let's see. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, it, it is neon colored, but it's it's just as the Brotherhood of Man cruelty. water. Ascension water, a sword water. Gifted by Archangel Michael on May 14th, 2003. They have advanced like the it go when it goes down the page, it's advanced versions of water. Right, right. Yeah. Like you're not ready for the divine humility water until you've already experienced the freedom water. And I'm not I'm not kidding. That's just how this goes. Yeah. Oh, it's like this one. Oh, the Ascension water. It sounds like a good deal. Like, unlike most of the other waters, Ascension water only takes 24 hours to charge. That's that's nice. From the time you put the crystal in the water until it's ready for drinking. Only one ounce of that charged water, you can you can make five gallons of, of drinking water. Yeah. So you just have, like, a little bit of water and you put it in. You can even put it into, like, a pool and swim in it. Yeah. Right. And what they want you to do... They want you to have both magic crystals and magic water and go around the eastern seaboard and cover it in your magic crystals. Put them in the water to heal it Whoa. and put your magic water in the regular waters. Dude, okay. Check that. Within this water comes a special gift from Divine Grace. It will make you thirsty, enabling you to drink the three gallons of water each day that has been recommended by Lord Metatron. Um, that's a lot of water. That's like too much water. That's what I'm. That's I'm enough about to, to make you drunk on. Well, yeah, I mean, there's that. Like, you you can die from drinking too much water. That's the ascension water. That's when you drink like five gallons in a day and fucking die. Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! That's what that is. Holy shit! Yeah. Holy shit! Um. Oh my God. So, so Symptoms of water intoxication tend to start appearing after you consume more than three to four liters of water within a few hours. What's liter to gallon? I'm dumb. Uh, dude, I'm. who uses liters? It's stupid. Imperial system all the way. Get out of here with that. 
that metric non- 0.2 gallons or 0.3. Okay. So if you're thinking you should be drinking three a day, three gallons of water a day, because the <laughs> that, like that can literally ascend your ass. But you're going to like feel the effects of that. Yeah. If, I mean, if nothing like, else. You're supposed to drink fucking, you know, a gallon of water a day. And most of that comes from food. Right. My other question is if that's actually making you thirsty, what the fuck is that crystal? What the fuck is that rock you're putting in your goddamn drinking water? That's a good question. Right? It, they say just to use a um, a clear quartz. It, it, they don't even need to give you anything insidious either. They're just, it's just all mind games as well. Either way, that's really fucked up and dangerous. Yeah. So Ashtar's rainbow water. Okay. That's on the calling all light workers. Oh, page. God. Okay. So... Ashtar's rainbow water, that's the specific water that's processed through the cold fusion machine, right? It's a powerful tool for all light workers. They began distributing it in 1999 and have sent it all over the globe. There's no fee for this water, but if you do feel inclined, please send us a love donation. Oh, the love donations again. Yeah. (sighs) To learn more, click the water book. And we we just looked at the water book. Oh, the Trinity Grid Project. Yeah, so that asks you to meditate for five minutes a day, three times a day, on specific instructions that Ashtar will put in, like, the group, like, the online group that you have to join. And you have to be in, like, a group of three. It's you and two other people. You, like, form a triangle. Trinity Project. Also the name for the first nuclear test. They also, um, I don't know if this ever worked. This is all a death cult. But they have instructions. Sananda's Eagles has instructions on how to host a joy shop and do your own unity classes in your community, which involves signing up a minimum of 33 people for attendance. Like, what yeah. a number. That's the age Jesus died. Yeah, I know. 33 it's, degrees of masonry. It, yeah, I know. Yeah. Hashtag in on it. <laughs> Um, I know you know. (laughs) (laughs) If you host a joy shop, which, Jesus Christ, what does that even mean? I'd recommend against doing that. You're going to need to find the facility. You're also going to need to pay for it. You're also going to need to rent an overhead projector and three massage tables and also three sleeping bags. Oh, wow. And you'll be sent a set of thrown water crystals prior to the event and will need a minimum of three gallons of thrown water. What happens at these joy shop? Why do you need sleeping bags? Um, this is fucked up. <laughs> massage tables and a projector. Holy shit! This is super fucked. up. That sounds up. like a good time. What the well, fuck is yeah, happening? If, if it's you, if it's you and some, if it's you and your, your your friends doing that, having a good time, that's fine. But if you're calling it a joy shop, that's right under the direction of Ashtar. That's not. That's not okay. Yeah. Oh, before the event, you have to fast from all grounding foods. Meaning meat, dairy products, and bread. So only vegetables and fruit for 12 hours prior. And then no food at all before the starting time. Okay. You can only eat fruits or vegetables where they're basically. You also can't wear any jewelry or anything with a metal zipper. No metal. They don't want any metal at their joy shop. Why? I don't know. Also, bring a one-gallon container of uh, water. Um, You'll be drinking a lot of water. This is fucked up. This is fucked up. So trying to get some dates to see when they were, like, last active. I love that none of these websites are secure either. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. So here's some of the services that they offer. You can get an Aura scan. Um, Uh, mm -hmm. You can get the fun version of the scan. 
or they'll tell you if you have any uh, wings or stubs or any dragon or fairy or angelic things in your in your aura. Um, do you have any armor or any weird helmets? Because you can you can get the fun scan and they'll tell you about your funny helmet. So I'm all right. This can't have come from her. Thirty three dollars. <laughs> like I w- I'm wondering where this shit, like the aura, the stuff in your aura stuff, comes from. Because we're starting to see, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting like a another strain of thought coming in and mixing with the, the Germani stuff. Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like the stuff in your aura. Yeah, aura, the hippie shit. I guess that it's probably like. It's probably from like Hinduism or something. Yeah, it's probably from from the Hindu stuff. I'd, I'd have to guess. I mean, let me make sure so I'm not a dumb dummy. And spiritualist stuff is. It, it, it does. Like, it probably comes yeah. from like the spiritualist movement because I know. And the magical stuff, like, yeah, it comes from all that. Oh, God. Oh, God. The concept of auras was first popularized by Ledbetter. Well, we're just still here. We're, yep. We we're never literally left. just, we never fucking left. We never left. We literally never left. Holy shit. Are I, you fucking kidding me? I'm so upset right now. Oh, God. Are you serious? And then it was developed by um, Edgar Casey and Rudolf Steiner. This is all. Th- it's all the same shit. Yeah. It's goddamn Charles and Alice and Guy and Edna just forever. And that's why it's still ever. sucking on these people's life force. Yeah. Wow. All right. So uh, Reverend Debbie will tell you if you have any dragon wings <laughs> for $33. She'll also remove any of your, remove or repair any of your etheric or 3D implants. Good. And, and for $333, you could get... Michael's water of resurrection. It's so dumb. <laughs> I just, I can't take realizing that like I even got fooled by the change in aesthetics thinking they might've at least been incorporating other traditions. And then it's just like, nah, 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 still the same. Oh my God. I mean, of course, if it's, you know, theosophy, a lot of it is like ripped off um, from Hindu. True. Like, yeah, but still, but still, Still, wow. Yeah, so that's what's going on on Sananda's Eagles. They're involved in, you know, they have um, a 48 Ascension course that's free. It's basically just a bunch of web pages from Lord Sananda, channelings from him that are just stupid bullshit. Okay, I, I got to say something to the audience here. I got to break the fourth wall. I know you guys were hoping that we were transitioning away from this stuff. We were like moving out because it's, it's rough. It's rough. It's rough on the brain. We were hoping that too. Yeah, no. Yeah. So you just heard is us waking up from a bad dream and realizing we're in the same bad dream with you. We're all in this together. Be all right. Just got to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Your ascended masters are everywhere. God damn it. Yeah. So Sananda's eagles, they can remove your implants, but there's someone else that can do that too. Who's that? Her name is Alexandra Starr. Uh-huh. And, um. She CEO of the Joy Shop. Yeah, she she runs um, alienimplantremoval.org. Oh. She has a few other domains, too, but... No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can do stuff like... Oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm bringing her up because her guides and her team are... Who else but, you know, we got Ashtar, we got... Uh, who else do we have? Let me just Let me just open up her website. Just call him Bugs Bunny from now on if you have to say it. Just, we know who we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we have to stop invoking him. Yeah, her healing team. Oh, my God. Yeah, healing team trying to tell you to drown yourself. 
Well, she's different. She's a different lady. Yeah, but she is. Kind of. I don't know, man. Kind of. Yeah, she owns ashtarcommand.org. See, there's so many different Ashtar websites, and it's also, like I said, decentralized that there's there's so many domains that are Ashtar Command this and Ashtar Command that, and it's all just random people that are, okay, Please pull up ashtarcommand.org. Just to, the first time caller special is so fucking funny. <laughs> she mentions it on every page. Like, and just so you know, we're running that first time caller special. If you call in, we got that first time caller special. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> I'm never going to trust anyone that brings up auras again. I know. I mean, I will, but I'll be like, you don't know. You don't yeah. know the way. You don't know what I know, dude. It's another one of the. And fucking, I can't explain it succinctly either. It's another one of these keywords. It is. We're like that. We 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 all all this listening, all this talking, have kind of a defense now against this shit because if we hear one of these these keywords, we'll we know, know. Okay, this is suspect. Like, I'm not just going to shut you out completely, but like, I'm going to know that this is a, this is a tradition I had otherwise been unable to name. And, right. You know. Right. So. Alexandra Starr of uh, ashtarcommand.org and alienimplantremoval.org. Her guides are, of course, Lord Sananda, mm. Commander Ashtar. She's got Starasenia. She's got Corton in there. Who is um, Corton is a creation of Robert Short, the one who stole Ashtar from Van Tassel. She also has Commander Soltek and Akinriel, mm-hmm. who is the... Quadrant commander of business. Yeah. No. Right. So her website is this is, is it's fun. The same thing. It's the exact same thing, but there's a little bit more alien stuff. So she the portraits are even the same, just yeah, a the bit different. Oh my god. Yeah. This is oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her prices are out there too. Like her prices are fucking high and she really sells you. Like on every single page of this website, she's like, and by the way, I'm selling stuff. Buy it. That's why she has so many different websites too, probably that all look alike, by the way. Yeah. So she thinks that $79. Yeah. For that first time caller special. The first time caller special is not, it's not special. It's pretty expensive. 40% of the U.S. population are gray abductees or government program multiples, by the way. Mm. 40%. That's a lot of us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for level one alien implant removal, that's, I mean, did you look at it yet? How much do you think it is? Uh, I, 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 is it under my websites? I don't look at it. How much okay. do you think? Oh, an alien implant removal. How much do you think it costs? If a first time caller special, level if a first time caller special is. $79 discounted, um, $499.99. Close, $420, which is just funny. Shut up. Yeah. Oh. But that's only level one implant removal, okay? Right. There's level two. Level two and three are less expensive, but all in all, if you want to get all of these implants removed, right. that's going to run you about a thousand bucks. Because level two and three are $210 each. Then that's plus tax. And you want to give her a tip, right? Level oh. two is to remove demonic and satanic implants. And then level three is to remove Illuminati and Mark of the Beast implants. Oh, it's going up in scale by how stupid she thinks you are. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Because her, I don't don't think, 
I don't think she believes this. Um, Because she also, she has websites. She links to other blogs that are supposedly testimonials of people that she's helped out so much that they wanted to make their own website about how awesome she is. And these websites are obviously just like her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's obviously just her. But she does have some interesting testimonials on her Star Essence website. And it's interesting too. There's so many different websites. So you have to like crawl through all of them to like, yeah, you know. Oh, chemtrail protection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pay $85 um, for the Lavender Ray Star Team to protect you from chemtrails for 30 days. But you're going to need to pay again at the end of the 30 days. You can also have them suppress your appetite if you're trying to lose weight. $85 from the Lavender Ray Star Team. They will psychically shrink your stomach. It's all still just happening. Yeah. Oh, and if you have just... a if you have a tooth infection, um, she can also have the dental health star team help you out. Right. Mm. Yeah. So this Whoa. is a this is a testimony from a young woman who <laughs> took a vacation to Florida and was very scared there. Her daughter kept having clairvoyant visions in Florida. Okay. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Including um, her daughter saw what she thought was a ghost prostitute or ghost prostitutes. They were women in old fashioned clothes exposing their private body parts to a group of ghost men surrounding them. She saw them flaunting their body parts. She's only 10 and very innocent. So in my quick thinking, I called upon Archangel Michael to shield her. Later on, Alexandra, so this is a testimonial, Alexandria described this Archangel Michael putting his arm in front of my daughter's eyes as a mother would to shield her eyes from something they shouldn't see. Later on, when discussing this with Alexandria, we thought what my daughter might have seen was a slave auction. Like, what the fuck? Fuck it. And then she says her daughter saw a battalion of Orion and Draconian military aliens marching and the energy was awful. So her and her daughter like somehow cleared it and then they saw an angelic battle ensue. And apparently this woman, by the way, has another daughter and a husband and the other daughter and husband don't know that like her and this daughter are into this shit. So they were just like whispering with each other this whole Florida trip. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the mom is secretly like giving all of her paycheck to Alexandria Star to like get rid of these draconian aliens. And she has so many websites. She has so many websites and it's it's, uh, this shit goes deep. Like ocean deep. Yeah. And doesn't, more like the Galactic Federation of Lies, not light. Get it? Okay. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Dude, I'm just like. Amazed? Yeah. 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 She's in Arizona. Of course she is. I was just like. Oh yeah. She, it says that she has a temple, but when I looked it up, it's just her house. It's just like a house. Okay. Yeah. And like I I told you earlier off air, there's a whole social media for Ashtar Command crew that is active that like you can go to it and there's a St. Germain group on there that you can talk. Like this stuff is, it's just happening right underneath our- Right underneath our feet. I know. Yeah. I have a a little bit of an ethics question. Yeah. All right. Because I was thinking like, before you just said that, which totally upended it. Uh, that there's like a group of active ass people and shit. I was thinking like, all right, 
Imagine if you you just did that and just like put those websites out there and stuff and just you like leverage the connectivity of the internet to just be like, well, you know what? Every once like once a week, some crazy dude is gonna call me about it fixing his chemtrails or something. Just some dude who just goes looking for something and like I'm just extracting money from the internet once in a while. Like these dudes are already broken, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus actively trying to spread a a, a religion of madness. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I like Maybe it's not a nice thing to do, the like, you know, the first one. Just kind of putting it out there and letting fools part with their money versus actively spreading it and pushing it. I think one's a lot I, less bad than yeah, the other. Yeah, I wouldn't be so mad if it was just like a dumb chemtrail site that's like, pay yeah. me $85 and I'll make you uh, safe from them for 30 days. Like, yeah. all right, dumbass. But like, if you're actively trying to break people's heads, yeah, I think you, that's the real crime, right. you know? She's a good saleswoman. The fact that the service only lasts 30 days. So that way, like, because if you believe it enough to buy it, then you probably really believe it. So you're probably going to buy it again. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know? Arizona. Hmm. There's some weirdness in the desert. Sedona's very weird. Yeah. We should go there. Yeah. Right. So. Fucking A. Dude, this ash. uh, Okay. Right. I know. Oh my god. The Galactic Federation. And uh, uh, by the way, that hasn't gone away either. Galactic Federation. Yeah, that's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, there's like a subreddit I've found which seems to be a real nexus of this nonsense is um, the r slash soul nexus. I love that subreddit. I know you do. Yeah. Of course you do. There's good shit there. Yeah. There's good crazies there. That's yeah. That's where. I <laughs> <laughs> like, can't call them that. I know. I, I know. I can't. I shouldn't. I am one of them. <laughs> See, that's why I love this though. Like, that's what that's what drives me towards this shit. Because I am these people. If I was just a little bit more gullible. Yeah. And a little bit less cynical. I mean, I see it as like I see it as a stroke of luck and stubbornness that I didn't get caught many of this. Yeah. You know? But yeah, like, I mean, I did. I thought I was yeah, a word. fucking alien for a long time. I'm still not so sure that I'm not. Well, for what it's worth, neither am I. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with thinking you're an alien. There's something wrong there with is. building a fucked up church that preys on people and makes them it think makes they're them aliens when they wouldn't. Water. Yeah, do dangerous shit. And like, that's what's bad, you know? Indeed. All beliefs are wacky. Right. Every single one. Everything you think is wacky. And you're probably wrong about everything. I'm probably wrong about everything. It's just, that's nature of being human. We gotta be wrong about our own things. Indeed. You know, do you actually see things during a past life regression? A question on Soul Nexus. That's just a weird thing I see is, um, I don't know, people asking for really specific advice about things that most people are probably lying about. I see that a lot of time on these boards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, so I guess we're gonna get into uh, more into Ashtar next week. The history of this. Yeah, me neither. It's gonna be so fun. This is gonna be good. Like, I. I had to hold back on what to mention and what not to mention because there's so much that's so good and juicy. Yeah. Well, we kind of saw like today we took a look at like what it manifests into, like what it looks like on the internet. It manifests into people pulling the wool over your eyes. Well, and it's also led better again. It's the same type of portraits. Oh, God. Time is a time is a flat circle. I'll read your aura. God. I want to have my aura read. My aura rained. Someone will get that joke. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> She's the alien that Truman Betharum fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Who's Truman Betharum? 
<laughs> He's a contactee from the fifties. Just some guy. Yeah, he hung out with um, Van Tassel at uh, Giant yeah. Rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Giant Rock. Yep. Don't go in caves. All right. Yes. Is that it for us for today? Yeah. You got it. You got it. I got. I, that's about it. I don't know. I feel like there's a a way to wrap it up nicely, but um, I think you did. Yeah, I think. Well, you know, we can't stop now. We're following this to the bitter end. Indeed. And we're taking you with now. us. Yeah, you have to come because it's important. If it's it so dumb, but it's I so important. I can't do it alone. Yeah. Like, I really can't. This stuff is real and real bad. And I thought it was getting goofy, but then it just got lead better again. It's going to get goofy again. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Cool. I look forward to it. All right, guys. Alrighty. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe. Fucking follow us on all the Thanks. stuff. And uh, take care. Yeah. Take care. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.